Welcome to Motherhood Motivation, brought to you by Supermum Society. That little voice inside your ear full of inspiration, motivation and support on this amazing journey through motherhood. We bring you short podcasts full of powerful game changers to help you enjoy your motherhood and love your life. We know you're busy, so let's get into it. So yes, I am aware that there is a book called Mummy, Why Mummy Drinks. This is in no way a comeback to that book or a slight of that book. I have not read that book. The title does not appeal to me, obviously. But I have heard good things. I have heard it's really funny. And maybe I will read it at some point. But my book wish list pile is really big. So it hasn't made it into it yet, I'm afraid. But I just wanted, yeah, disclaimer away the fact that this is not in any way related to that. It just was the best way to phrase what it was I wanted to talk about today. That's why my mummy doesn't drink. So in 2018, March the 4th, 2018, I stopped drinking. And that lasted for 12 months. Now, it didn't specifically set out to not drink for 12 months. I set out to just not drink. And I think for me, that was one of the big changes, was it wasn't a a 30-day challenge or anything like that, which for many things I find quite helpful to, uh, normally for starting new things, I personally find those more helpful. It was the fact that I'd gone into it going, I am a non-drinker, not a I'm not drinking at the moment situation. Because when you're a non-drinker, it's just not a thing that you do, like being a non-smoker, you just don't drink. Whereas when you've given up for X amount of time, people are like, how long are you going to keep it up for? And they want, they want this time frame that you're just not drinking at the moment. Well, what does that moment look like? And I didn't know. I just knew that I did not want alcohol and specifically how stupid I sounded slash acted when drunk and how much time I was wasting being hungover. I don't, my hangovers get worse as I get older. People are like, oh, you meant to get more resilient to alcohol. I do not remember hangovers being like this when I was younger. Like hideous, hideous. And yes, I am much fitter and healthier than I was when I was younger. My body fat percentage is a lot lower than when I was younger. And maybe that's it. If I go out on a night out drinking, the chances are I haven't got, well, I definitely won't have like a week's load of carbs to absorb it. I barely have one meal's worth with carbohydrates in it because I don't eat very many carbs. And maybe that has an impact. Um, Maybe the fact I'm not great at drinking water. I'm better in the summer, not so much in the winter. And obviously March is right at the end of the winter and consuming enough water. So maybe I'm more dehydrated as standard now. And that does not help either. But I was just like, these two things are things I'm done with. I don't want to wake up in the morning and be like, oh, I said that ridiculous thing or I did that ridiculous thing. And I mean, I wasn't bad. I wasn't like, no, I wasn't like the Geordie Shaw bad of the things they get up to on nights out in any way, shape or form. And most of the time, everyone else I was out with were drunk too. And they wouldn't have remembered that thing that I said either. But I didn't like it. And that's the important thing when it comes to any area of your life. And something we say with Supermum all the time is being a Supermum is all about being the mum that you want to be and making those choices. But I really wanted to talk about this today because there is a lot of stuff out there about parenting and alcohol. And it's very much pushed as the norm to the point where you do feel quite isolated as the mum that doesn't need to drink, which sounds weird. Like, actually, within those 12 months, there was maybe 
one, maybe two moments where I was just like, oh, I could really do with a drink to mellow out sort of thing at most. But they were fleeting moments and I got over it. And I got quite good at finding like really nice alternatives to not drinking. I've really got into kombucha. I'm still not 100% sure I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but I went to a retreat and one of the ladies had some there and let me try it. And I really liked it and I hunted down and I tried lots of different brands and some have a lot of sugar in it and some have next to no sugar in. Uh, so I now have a specific brand that I really like. And what else did I find? I found that having a nice glass made a big difference as well. So I'd have my non-alcoholic drink. I had tonic water and orange juice for quite a bit. And then I was like, this is actually a lot of sugar in a glass. Um, but I'd have half and half tonic water and pure orange juice in a champagne flute. And it felt like I was having boxes. Uh, and I'd have tonic water with some bits of lime and lemon in it, in a uh, gin, what's considered like a gin and tonic glass or a big wine glass. And it would feel like I was having a gin and tonic. And then you try the non-alcoholic spirits and stuff, which are actually really nice too. So I didn't really miss it that much. There were sometimes I was like, I really would like to let go. And that I do risk being a bit too serious sometimes. And that did play a factor in the fact that I came back to drinking. But I certainly drink significantly less. I just don't, I don't want to have the constant buzz. And actually, one glass, if it's the wrong glass, that doesn't necessarily mean it's cheap or anything like that. But it can literally be the time of the month what I ate that day, how much I drank that day can have an effect on whether that small glass of red wine gives me a hangover feeling the next day or not. I'm a 5am'er and I get up and I've got stuff to do and that's usually followed by a going to the gym thing and I can't do all those things that I want to do if I've got this alcohol haze. So for me, I was just like, well, that's a no. And then I want to be on it as much as possible with my daughter. She is exhausting and she's a good egg. She is not massively boisterous and yes she's a toddler so she's like a normal level toddler and still it's exhausting even if I have three hours of crash in the middle of the day that I can sort of recover in it's still exhausting I can't do that with any kind of alcohol-based haze but it's a real shame that I find that the general sort of chit-chat around motherhood and alcohol makes you as a non-drinker or as a reduced alcohol consumer feel isolated and feel bad about your decision when in theory I'm sorry the healthier decision is not to drink there's minor research about the benefits of alcohol on your body but the most of us that drink drink past the health benefits and it's not there's not many of us that are drinking the specific quality quantity of the right alcohol that is a health benefit as opposed to a detrimental thing. Let's be honest. Let's put that on the table. Um, so we can't say we're drinking for our health. It is healthier to not drink, but it is nice to drink. My partner and I were getting quite into our whiskeys before I stopped drinking and trying different ones. And we'd buy quite small bottles so we could try different flavors and things. And cocktails. We love perusing like cocktail menus in really interesting restaurants. I had a rose petal martini at a restaurant called Zuma in central London a couple of weekends ago and it was amazing and I would have missed that out on that but actually I had two cocktails and some I'm gonna pronounce this wrong sake sake the sake sake um was a very low percentage and then I had a mocktail 
Um, and then I rounded it off with an espresso martini because I was nodding off and I was hoping to stay out later than I did. But hey, mummy's tired. And um, I like that, that we can all sit and discuss the cocktails and things that we're having. And I felt like I, I missed that a bit when I didn't drink at all. But it's definitely had a massive impact on how much I've consumed since. I wish doing this had the same impact on my chocolate consumption. Well, it did. I don't eat as much chocolate as I used to because I've got a lot of body goals at the moment that I'm pursuing quite actively. So I guess I'm better with the chocolate than I was. But of, of all the things I've ever done this or similar with, it's been most impacted the alcohol consumption for sure. It's rare we have any alcohol on a weekday, on a school night, with the exception of Sunday night. I know Sunday night in theory is a school night, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we might have a drink in the evening. But that tends to be about it. We're not massive like day drinkers and things. You kind of reserve that in the summer for like a jug of Pim. Sharing a jug of Pims over lunch on a weekend day is quite nice, but the day drinking doesn't massively happen either. And it's so much nicer to have this clearer head. And also people have a drink to relax in the evening. The problem is then that's impacting your sleep quality. People will have it so that they relax, so they go to sleep quicker. But then that whole night's sleep is disrupted because of that one glass of wine, which is a bit like crazy. So there's lots of, I feel like I've touched on lots of crazy in this episode, <laughs> lots of takes in this episode. And I'm kind of struggling for a way to wrap it up so I'd really love you to put me an email with your feedback are you a mum that doesn't drink that's maybe found that quite awkward in situations and things have you found that isolating too because in the end as I always say we should be respecting each other's choices as being a mum but I felt very judged when I didn't drink at all and I still feel a little bit judged the fact that I don't drink very much And I don't think that's right. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And if you have enjoyed it, please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any in the future. Every download really does mean so, so much. So thank you for spending some of your precious time with us. We would really appreciate a quick review because this helps us spread the message and reach more mums looking for a little motivation. For a whole host of free game-changing resources, head over to supermumsociety.com forward slash resources or connect with us on Instagram. Our handle is at supermumsociety. We look forward to connecting with you on this amazing journey through motherhood. And remember that being a supermum is all about being the mum that you want to be.